0: The show you're about to listen to is very old and comes with a warning. When we recorded these shows over a decade ago, the world was a different place and we were little more than children. As a result of this, you might hear a few things that by today's standards we judge to be inappropriate or offensive. Please don't be offended. In the years that have passed since recording these shows, we've all grown up to be wonderful, loving, liberal, free-thinking, open-minded individuals. If the us from over a decade ago say something to upset the you of today, please understand that we're as disgusted with ourselves as you are. But isn't this what life is all about? Learning and growing? We all said and did things in our younger days that make us cringe when we think about them. We just recorded it and put it out on the internet. With all that in mind, I hope you enjoy the show. Oh, and there's just one more thing. Don't email the show or try to enter competitions. We don't have that email anymore, and all the competitions are over. We do have a Facebook group where you're very welcome to discuss any aspects of the podcast. Please visit simplysyndicated.com for more information.
1: Now establishing data link. Accessing.
0: Hello, and welcome to Make It
2: So, episode number 36. Hello. Hello. And uh, this week, we're going to be discussing inner Star Trek
3: rivalries. Infighting and other things. Infighting. And I'm Mike Dawson. I'm Richard Smith.
1: And I'm Will Tristram.
3: Welcome to guest starring on our show. Thank you for having me. Pleasure to have you as always. No worries. So we've come across this topic because we were going to do a best first officer episode. No, we were
2: going to do a best either engineer or best doctor episode. Okay. Because we've done the best first officer. No, I said engineer. No, you said first
3: officer. You did say first officer. I meant engineer. I know you meant engineer, but you said first officer. Well, it should have been enough. Okay, it was best a- engineer or doctor episode. Yeah,
1: it, it was a dodgy bet anyway. You know
3: the the fixing
1: that was going on there. Whoa,
3: we we feared it because we have in the past incurred wrath from those who have disagreed with of, our, of
2: the like of Khan. It opinion. was. It was quite vicious. It was. There did was, it... there was almost a rebellion at one point.
1: But how did you guys feel in yourselves? I mean, how did this, <laughs> how did this affect you?
2: I felt sound in my decision. Well, this yeah, I did as well. This yeah. is, this isn't going to turn into a maintenance episode, <laughs> uh, you know, or anything like that, or trying to sort of appease, uh, the listeners who might not agree with our opinions, because quite frankly, if they don't realize that their opinions, then why are you listening? Um, we are in no way authorities on this matter at all. And I'm sure people only listen because they find us entertaining. Um, that said, however, people do have very clear viewpoints on this matter. And I think, uh, and we have touched on this in the past, it very much depends on which Star Trek you grew up with.
1: Yes. Um, Break this down for me then, as the layman here. Well, basically- When you say like, in fighting in Star Trek, what, explain to me what overlaps
3: what it appears what i think we've sort of discovered this ourselves as we've done this podcast that there seems to be a great deal of right people like one particular version of star trek the most right and they tend to want to defend that one to the death Mm -hmm. uh, whichever one it is for whatever reasons they have
1: is it possible to like two equally or will there always be one i think there's
3: always one thing to your
1: head who you would defend
3: I think there's definitely
2: always one favorite. I think you can... I think, well, in our experience on this show, it is not unfair to say that we are very heavily biased towards Next Generation and Deep Space Nine. Mm -hmm. And given that we grew up with TNG and have lived through that and certainly i was i think young enough to be living through ds9 as well i lived through ds9 what does that no, mean no what i mean is that i was young enough to be into ds9 in a big way at the time whereas you've only really gotten into it i did to be fair, sort of, out out the out of the the moment, towards Mike. the
3: end for some reason
2: yeah. i have no idea why you see i was 12 when next gen finished so i was still in my star trek phase And yeah, like I say, I mean, the way it worked with me personally in my history with Star Trek is I I started watching it when I was very young. Um, I can't remember exactly how young, but single digit. And Kept listening to it, kept uh, watching it up until I was about 15. And then I stopped watching it as religiously. Um, and then, I, you know, on and off until the end of Deep Space Nine. Didn't carry on watching Voyager. Watched a bit of Enterprise when that was on. And then have just had a resurgence post-university in the last four years of rewatching old episodes, especially yeah. since doing this show. And am now back into
1: it again. But I mean, that's good because when you... Did you watch it from the word go? As next like, Gen from the Word Go, yes. Yeah. Not the original series. What about the Deep Space Nine one? How, Deep Space Nine yeah. from Word Go. Oh, was. yeah, that was I mean, Word Go. Because way. then, if you're of the moment then, rather than rediscovering it, you know, that makes you hold it closer to yourself. I
0: remember
3: watching Next Gen for the first time, because I, I think I'm personally heavily biased towards Next Gen. Uh, as that much would be as my I, like Deep Space Nine, I remember it was a Thursday. I shit you not, it was a Thursday. Yeah. And I was supposed to go to Cubs. I was eight years old. And we, I got encounter at Farpoint out from the local petrol station on video. Yeah. Cause my dad was supposed to take me to Cubs, but he forgot that I was going. So made other preparations to entertain me for the evening. What if you'd gone to Cubs then? He, I know. What if, but I didn't go and I didn't <clears> care. And I'd forgotten that I was supposed to go. I think the film ended and we were like, Oh yeah. But there you go. I watched encounter at Farpoint and that was how I discovered it. Next gen. Right. I'm just impressed that I know it was Thursday. Hmm. I only know because I... End this, please. Okay,
2: never, never mind. So, yeah, so yeah, it's mm-hmm. fair to say that basically what happened when we did the first officer best episode was we chose Riker as the best first officer. Okay, I can see that. Was based
3: that- simply on the fact that he could beat Spock in a fight. Um, it came down to that. I think what <laughs> happened was it didn't just... We have to be honest with ourselves because I now we're going over it. once. Now we're sort of putting ourselves on trial. We are. I'm starting to feel a bit guilty about the first officer one because we didn't just say win Spock in a fight. We said that he had a special third fist behind his beard, like Chuck Norris. <laughs> Why and did he hide guy, it when he didn't have a beard? I don't know. I think basically the way I I feel I feel ashamed now who said that I I, I don't feel ashamed
2: because basically it comes down to Spock and Riker we had it eliminated down to Spock and Riker hey 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 what happened to Chakotay Chakotay can bollock he
3: died first yeah (laughs) he had an accident on the way to the battle and never made it yeah chakotay poor old yeah chakotay. chakotay robert bertram or
2: whatever his name is shot himself in the foot by slagging off star trek so he el- eliminated his character as well um but he misses that now you don't slag off the trek no you do not slag although, off the trek although we do on a number of occasions <laughs> we, we but you've got to compliment we it while you
1: do it we do it out of love Indeed. yeah he did it out of hate you're not in trek then slag it off no
3: no no if we... you no. If we were in Trek, we'd never say anything bad about it again. Of course not. That that'd be a deal. That'd be like slagging off your employer. Yeah.
2: Um yeah, that would be a deal. That's how they're gonna get rid of us, you know. Um
3: <laughs> The let us be in the new movie as long as we stop doing this. As
1: long as we stop this
3: podcast. You mean it? Just shut up. Just shut up, you dirty, dirty bastards.
1: Would you want to be killed in an away mission? Yes, we, yes, yes. we've already discussed we've this. Up.
3: I would be somebody who'd be blown up by his control panel
1: oh, halfway
3: nice. through saying the word captain to alert the captain of something important. And Mike would be killed as a demonstration of some creature's power. Oh, that on, cool. on an away mission,
1: yeah. yeah. Nice. Mm. Nice. <laughs>
3: You see, they're playing the odds, I'm yeah. far more likely to get the extra role because there might not be a creature with power to demonstrate in the that's, new movie. That's true. Well, maybe we, we don't know. Well, but I guarantee someone will be, be killed, killed by involved. a control panel. That's true. That's true. That many
2: people in may fact, be killed by a control panel. If that doesn't panel. happen, that's another reason to boycott the film. Exactly. Um,
1: if someone doesn't there.
2: die from control of panel, Cont- exposed, and it's, still it's still usable on.
1: afterwards, right? It's
2: got oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Absolutely. Anyway, we're on City here. Um... Okay, so getting off the roundabout, we're yeah. So we chose Riker as the best captain, as the best first officer, basically, and um, and people disagreed violently, and um, we got emails and we got forum comments and everything else. And then we started to think about, well, okay, and this is what made us hesitant to do this next show on on the next character group, uh, who's going to be the best? And we thought, well, should we, you know, should we set it up so
3: Scotty wins and? Stop some Same whinging. So, no, know. because people would want Balana. Yeah. Some people love Voyager, you know. Yeah. Really? Well, yeah. should, should we make
2: it so that McCoy wins? But then some people will love Phlox. You know I mean? It's basically a case of... See, Phlox was good. Yeah, the, uh, the Doctor's one is a tough one. It is a tough one, you know, actually. And in fact, Next Gen Contingent goes out straight away. You know, but you're in... It's not Dr. Pulaski. It's not Dr. Pulaski. It's no. not Dr. Crusher, but Phlox, the Doctor, Bashir, and McCoy are all in the running. That's another show. But let's carry on. Anyway, The um. so yeah, so the people's loyalties to the shows. Now, why is it that, you know, I mean, okay, On a, on a base level, if you stick an episode of Voyager on, I'm not going to turn it off. No, I if you stick it. an episode of Enterprise on it, I'm not going to turn it off. I will watch it to its conclusion. I watched one the other night. It was the middle of series three. Hmm. If if you put a disc in front of me and one of them has an X-Gen episode on it and the other one has an Enterprise episode on it, I'm going to watch the next gen. If you put an episode of Deep Space Nine in front of me or an episode of Voyager, I'm going to watch Deep Space Nine. Is that
3: because of the loyalties I have or is what? it because they are actually are superior shows? Which next-gen episode is it and which Enterprise episode is it? Because, you know, I'd watch the Borg one, the Borg Enterprise, over a, oh, uh, a Loac Santa Troy next-gen.
2: Let's say it's the very, very best episode of Enterprise and the very, very best episode of next-gen. <clears throat>
3: oh, then you'd have to watch
2: next-gen. Yeah, you? let's keep that yeah. fair in okay. terms of the comparison. Okay. And if it's the very, very worst episode of Enterprise and the very, very worst episode of next-gen, then maybe you'd watch Enterprise because, quite frankly, I don't think they ever got bad, as bad as some of the, the episodes of next-gen. No. But either. um but yeah, keeping it at the best episode thing. But we we're choosing that based on our own bias of the series. Yeah. Right. Okay.
1: So yeah. which one are you biased towards? What series wise. Yeah, you don't like DS9 that much, do you? Well, it wasn't that I never liked it, I just never got into it, but there's been many a times when my dad and my bro were watching it when I was younger that if it was on, I'd watch it.
3: He's gonna have to watch them all, Mike. Yeah. You're gonna have to watch them all.
1: I mean They're you... brilliant. Yeah. Well I mean if you're willing to lend me one. We we
3: what? Yeah. I, eight, eight. Ease me in now. Yeah, thanks to Cody Knox. No, thank you. We have all. Oh yeah, have all. Um, available. So I did it. Alison did it with me. You just start at disc one, season one, and you don't stop until E walks a party in. Excellent. Wrong no, yeah. Then realize you've gone too far. You've gone too far. You've gone
2: to another galaxy, far, far away, long time ago.
1: I don't know. I mean, what is it that I mean? When I'd is it an age thing for me that I'd watched Star Trek Next Gen when I was younger? And then, as I got a bit older, when Deep Space Nine came out. That might work because. Did, did I then turn to. the same Trek as bit, Richard.
2: You know? You're about the same age as Richard, aren't you? So. How old are you? I'm 27 in December. All right. So, I'm no, you're, you're older than me, yeah. old. right?
3: Um, so, yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe that's something to do with you it. See, I didn't get out of Star Trek when I stopped watching Deep Space Nine. I just think I had better things to be doing with my time when it was on, suddenly. Because you get into driving cars and girls. Deep and Space Nine started drinking. when I was ten, you see. Oh, all right. I wasn't looking.
2: You it. see, because I was about ten or eleven <clears> years <throat> old when I first <throat> saw a preview for the emissary on Makes a TV sense. channel, and I saw the Battle of Wolf 359, which I'd heard about in an episode of Star Trek three years earlier, which was the biggest battle
3: of Star Trek to date. Where the loads of so ships got you blew were, up. You and 10, I was I
2: was eleven or 11. ten years old. So I was
3: I'm three years older than you, so yeah. I'd have been thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, so you were just about getting so to the age just, where you'd be growing out of it. Yeah, and then it give it four seasons to run um, 17, 18. Yeah, exactly. Um, driving cars.
2: I remember specifically it was and about and the stuff. time I turned fifteen or sixteen, I started <clears> to get out of Deep Space Nine a bit, around about the fifth season. I carried on watching it on TV, but I didn't I stopped buying the VHSs. And so maybe you can blame, blame hormones for the... Uh, the may, I maybe, I
3: think it's just the thing that you grow out of and then you grow back into. I think maybe you reach this stage because it's fair to say that some people go the other way at that stage in their lives and retreat into Star Trek. Yes. Maybe that's just following the step stereotypical image of the Star Trek nerd. Right. Whatever. So yeah, 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 I grew I, out of it. I think, you know, you either break away from it for a bit and or you rejoin reality that. or you you become the guy who thinks that William Shatner actually is Captain Kirk. My grandparents used to worry
2: about me because I used to be able to recite so much information about Star Trek at any given time. They used to worry that
3: all I was doing was living in this fantasy land Just of Star, Star Trek because that was all I watched. It was all I, was I watched. It. I used to tape it off Sky One and use a form of my dad's videotapes. So if ever he wanted to tape something... He just couldn't. Every tape he picked up, Richard Star Trek tape number yeah. 19.
2: Yeah, I had the same thing, and they were numbered in order. Did you record them in SP or LP? LP, you could LP. get six on a video. Though. Eight, if, eight you a video. Hour, yeah. if you had a two no, four-hour. Yeah. No, we didn't have the
3: 4 hour. The tape was too thin. Four-hour tapes would wear out quicker. Uh, they more. would. They would. Uh, but, so yeah. we always wanted the three-hour tapes. Because six hours on a tape is long enough for
2: anyone, Mike. That's not enough for me. I used to have the eight hours. There you go. And then though. I'd buy them on video when they wore
3: out. Wow.
2: But yeah, yeah, so, and that's it. And then by the time Voyager started, which was 1994, and I was already into two by then when I was 12 or 13 years old when Voyager was properly coming into the UK. And yeah, you were already on your way out by that point for me. And then when Enterprise came in, that was when we were, we were midway through uni then, weren't
3: we? Yeah. And maybe that's why I don't like Voyager. Maybe it just came along at the wrong mm-hmm. point. Yeah, in my but life. what if Voyager, say, was as punchy as, say, Deep Space Nine? No, it wasn't as punchy as Deep Space Nine. I don't think it had its moments. No. It had its good episodes, and it wasn't all rubbish. Well, pound for pound, but character for character, I, I, mean, don't know, I mean, Deep Space Nine was far superior. You can't argue with. That. Thing is, well, even in,
2: in the grand scheme of franchises, even though I have this nostalgic thing towards uh the next gen crew because they were the first crew i got into you know and you were know, too old for the original series and you couldn't get past the fact that it was dated you can now because
3: you're mature but at the time you couldn't get past the fact that it was now, dated i try to get into the concept of what it's trying to say to me rather than what it's actually saying to me it's
2: vintage television as yeah, well so I, you kind of you I, get your head around it
3: i know there's a story and other things behind everything that's happening and that Although the way it's presented somehow detracts from it in certain ways because it's very Mm. um, 60s-ish. So you get past that and just go to what it's supposed to be communicating to you and you you appreciate that and see that within it. And I actually enjoy the the original series now and I wish I had some on DVD.
1: Well, they're playing them again on BBC, aren't they? Quite late night, like 20 past one or half two for the
3: (laughs) Star Trek Stoner fans who are out there. They've done some... They've been remastered. Really? Um, They've redone the special effects and the music. Would that be the ones on TV? Well, I think, I don't know. They've been, there's a couple of versions. Give them a watch
1: if they're remastered.
3: There's a generally just remastered version that's been on Bravo or something like that. I Mm. think on Sky. Right. Uh, There's been a completely remastered version uh, with the new special effects and new music. And then there's been that version again, that's been put into high definition as well so there's an hd remastered special effects super cleaned up version floating around out there which i believe sky will be showing at some point this year or next year whatever what is to say the difference
1: between the high def and the original i mean is it really noticeable like in the the sounds or do people love the original because of the way it looks because of the way it's how
2: they've done it basically if they've high definition basically means that it's twice over twice the resolution or around about twice the resolution of A normal image, Mm -hmm. because a normal image is built on either 625 or 525 lines of information, whereas a high-definition image is either based on 720 or 1080 lines of information. So effectively, you're getting twice the resolution of the image, or more just about, basically, in high-definition. And that's what it means. So if they've gone back to the source and if they've gone back to the original Masters and the original film source... Am I
3: right in assuming that the original series will have been shot on film? Yeah, absolutely. You well, didn't... it won't have been video, will it? No, I'm, no. I'm a fool. Yeah, they don't shoot things... On, no, they didn't shoot things on video for... In until fact, it was video or film. No, oh, video or uh, film. So in theory, we could get a high definition next year and everything come along at some point. Yep. So we could spend all the money all over again on what may or may not be a defunct high definition format. Well,
2: that's the thing. It depends on one or two things, basically. If they've gone back to the original film and they've compiled it together and, re- and re- remastered it. it and redone it from the original film source, then yes, you're getting a true high-definition version. If they've just if upscaled they're just
3: the original, then it's original, going to be then,
2: Yeah, it's just an upscaled version of the same resolution. So you're not getting anything extra for your money there.
3: Um, you may as well just get an upscaling DVD player and play your original DVDs. Precisely.
2: Um, which is why there's a big thing at the moment about high-definition high, high definition and high-definition new films and high-definition old films. And the new films now, of course, you can take high-definition masters off pretty easy because the masters are still there. But the uh, the older films, like you know, something made in the eighties or the or the seventies, even or anything earlier than that, how Wizard of
3: Oz will probably never see a
2: true high definition version of that. No, because uh, I mean, the film must film degrades over time if it's not stored correctly, and there are so many films that are lost and and everything else. I mean, hell, you think that you go back and get the original DVD, but some of the DVDs that you see nowadays still have like uh, there's analog dropouts in the next gen DVDs. I only notice this because I have a job which involves spotting analog dropouts, but there are. They're just, just there because they're on old analog masters like Beta SP or one inch tapes. And that's what they've been taken from. And they haven't cleaned
3: those bits up. Can we just clarify for everyone why you're so qualified to talk about these things in such detail?
2: I work for ITV in quality control. Um, my job is basically to pick out analog dropouts, dirt, sparkle, emulsion damage, and any other video defects, including excessive aliasing and more effect, which may contribute to a failure of video production for ITV. Um, I'm basically the bastard that everyone hates. But yeah, I can spot these things a mile off, and I'm unfortunately trained to spot them. And it really does that does ruin drive me. your viewing. Really? It sometimes does oh, um, wow. because you just, oh, oh fucking hell, what was that? What, who let that through? And you, <laughs> you're constantly judging other people's work, even though it's not my job. And so yeah, but the yeah, you get that on the old versions. This is a massive tangent, anyway.
3: What are we on about? Go so, it, oh, yeah, I love I,
1: it. I feel like I brought this on asking about HD, and
3: uh, it, so it basically, seems to run away from they me. could upscale. The DVD version, or they could remaster. Yeah, depending uh, on what the condition the, the original is from. Yeah, yeah, you want the remastered but version. But as with HD, we're about to go on a bigger one. There's still nothing out at the moment in terms of what you can watch it with that is worth investing in, especially to the sum of money that you would be paying for a next-gen or whatever series. Mm-hmm. I mean, bearing in mind it was 82 99 when it came out on DVD for se- for a season of next-gen. Uh, for what I paid between 15 and $17,99 for, uh, by waiting for a couple of years. Hmm. you imagine how much it would cost on HD? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're at least 15 quid more than normal DVDs at the moment. Yeah. Um, so a complete series box set of next generation on HD. On, and then you've got to pick... Do you want Blu-ray or do you want HD DVD? You're talking well in excess of 700 quid. Yes, you are. What, that's for... Just the entire series to watch something yeah. that you got. Fuck. you know it's quite ridiculous. That's for seven seasons, not just. Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But still, it's so Yeah, it's a lot be, of it longer. must be
2: about a hundred quid a box. I reckon. For, it would, it would have to be. It would have it would to be, given the price range of them at the moment. Anyway, they'll come down in price,
1: but I mean, yeah.
2: Anyway, big tangent there. Big okay. tangent.
1: Again, my apologies.
2: Okay. No worries. No worries. Um. Okay, so, I mean, do you reckon, so people who were our age when we got into Next Gen watching Enterprise, do
3: you reckon that they'll have the same thing, you know? Oh, do we think that Enterprise, now this this comes down to, I think there's a lot of factors because I don't think Enterprise had the pull that Next Gen had. Mm. The question is how many people got into Star Trek because of Enterprise.
2: The thing with, okay, right, the thing with it is, more than it, and we've discussed this before in terms of like the dynamic of each of the casts and everything else, and the fact that the original series is very much Kirk McCoy and Spock. The next gen is more of an ensemble, but it's still, you know, it's still concentrating on Picard. Um, DS9 was even more of an ensemble, it was concentrating mostly on Cisco, but still, I mean, for example, Bashir got more screen time than any other Doctor. Um, and all of the major characters in that got their episodes and got their screen time. Voyager was probably the same as DS9 in that regard, um, and then Enterprise went back to the three main characters principal with uh, Trip, T'Pol, and Archer. And the difference with it is, is that... Uh, you see, Lightning struck twice with Next Gen. They got They got Lightning in a bottle and they kept it there for seven years, you know, and they managed to... With the dynamic of the crew, I mean, with the particular dynamic. Because there of were a lot of
3: characters, to well, be well, fair.
2: Well, Data and Troy and, and Riker and Picard and, you know, uh, and then there are a couple of lamer characters like Geordie and Crusher and, you know, but I mean, still with Picard and Riker and Data, there was three really good characters that people loved, which people clapped onto. Now with Deep Space Nine, I'd argue is the finest of the casts and is the best overall of all the casts because there isn't a single character i dislike in deep space nine whereas all the other series have at least one character i dislike but ds9 in particular was different because they spread it over they spread the attention over the whole cast of the series then you didn't have to worry about the dynamic because there were loads of little 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 dynamics in between all the relationships sorry little 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 dynamics in between the characters so you had all the things with, you know, Odo and Quark, uh, Odo and Garag, Bashir and Sisko, Bashir and Dax. You know, each and every one of the characters had a different relationship with each and every other character. So that's what kept your attention with that one. Now Voyager, because we never really got into it, I don't
3: know what the grab was. There wasn't it, that much of an inter-character relationship. But it ran for seven seasons. It did, because it wasn't really all that bad. I don't think it's as bad as we generally make out that it was. And I think a lot of people like it for some very, very good legitimate reasons. reasons yeah. Um, and may, I do think I'd like to give it a chance and watch it all again.
1: Well, people like the continuation of the bigger picture, you know, people who, are, who really like their Star Trek. Yeah. You know, it, it is what it is, but it's still Star Trek. It's still a, you know, a continuation or a prequel to this, that's it. World, there, there was no you know? way
3: I was ever not going to watch it, exactly, because it was more Star Trek, yeah. and the same with Enterprise. I watched it, and I made myself enjoy it and like it when I was watching. Did it. you find yourself getting those little highs when they mentioned another character from a
1: previous series? Yeah,
2: no, and I, I always myself thought that was. No, oh, I never liked that. I never liked that. Uh, the only ones I liked it one uh, were the the current ones. Like, I didn't like it when they managed to elbow lock someone in from another series into Enterprise or into the original series character into Next Gen. Like, every time an original series character turned up in Next Gen, a little part of me died. Cause it was just sort of
1: like, what, what, like when uh, Scotty was trapped in
2: the yeah, order. Uh... It was like, okay, McCoy lived to 130. Scotty got trapped in a transporter. Uh, Tuvok worked with Sulu. Uh, Kirk got stuck in a Nexus and had a miraculous mission with Picard. For fuck's sake, these people worked 70 years before the others. And for some reason, all of the bridge crew pretty much managed to end up on another show it was ridiculous yeah. now when they did crossovers with deep space 9 voyager and next gen that made sense because they all lived in the same time period but then when troy and riker turn
1: up in enterprise it's just like what the i saw oh, sorry hang about troy and riker last episode
3: the very last episode is a holodeck recreation of the events played out by troy and riker in the era of next generation
2: you see, it kind of made sense because basically, what they did in the last episode is set it in the twenty fourth century. They skipped ahead. Oh, right, okay. To the next gen era, and then they were working backwards rather than the next gen characters actually being in the Enterprise
3: mm-hmm. era. You could argue it was a next gen episode.
2: Yeah, basically. I think it was that. Well, that- it was that for sort of presentation. Like quite a nice I way to kind of bring
1: again. people into
3: yeah. it. Yeah, hmm. I need to. Re- I need to see that again.
2: I mean, the one that makes me cringe the most, which everyone loves because it was really clever. And I can't, write, I can't fault the visuals and I can't fault how they made it. The production values are astonishing. It's really, really good. But the one that really, really makes me cringe is Trouble with Tribbles. Trials and Tribulations. Trial, trials and Tribulations. I love that episode so much. It I hate me. it. I think it's really, really well made, but it makes me cringe so much when Cisco talks to Kirk at the end of it. It's just like... Oh, why
1: do people enjoy it? Because it was clever. Because I remember seeing it and people thinking that is clever, really but it, clever. it gets so much attention; it's so overrated. It's like
2: put up as like one of the best Deep Space Nine episodes, if not the best. Deep but Deep Space isn't that just someone basically kind of just
1: showing off in kind of a
3: yeah? It's cool a look what we can do now. Show off. It's it came out around the same time as Forrest Gump did. Yeah, it's that. It's and it's the technology. same sort of thing. Right, it yeah. was when everybody went mental as we realized we, we stick could with put dead people, people in old yeah. films. Yeah. Well, William Shatner's is still alive, but well. Well, you know, I was thinking about Laurence Olivier and oh, yeah, Sky they, Captain. They all, was he in Sky Captain? Apparently so. I haven't seen it, but apparently... Not even been... Jude Law was real in that film, you know?
2: None of it. <laughs> that said, I do like the fact that Cisco Kirk and Picard have all met.
1: Yeah. Though I reckon Cisco would probably want to forget about Picard.
3: That's very true. They have, haven't they? Yeah. I did always like that bit of it, but... No one met Archer, though. No one met Archer now. Poor Archer. Poor Archer. He leaped before they could. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll never let that one go. He's Sam Becker. Actually, Picard. Yeah, Picard's met four
2: of the five, hasn't he? There's a scene with January in Nemesis, doesn't he? Yeah, yes. a Chat with her yes. on the old uh,
1: the box.
3: Yeah, Picard, Picard knows getting everyone. everywhere, knows mm-hmm. everyone. Well, everyone wants to know him except Archer, except Archer. <laughs> no one really cares about <laughs> except Troy and Riker. Yeah. And that was long ago. Am I right in thinking they seem to dye Jonathan Frakes' hair a lot to try and make him look like an early Riker?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, if you watch him, like, in the making of Insurrection or um, First Contact and he's got director beard, and has a big beard. Yeah. Big director beard, and it looks, he just looks so different when he's out of makeup and costume. and Maybe because he had no beard in the film, did he? Insurrection? Yeah, did
3: he have he, a beard? He, in the no, film? he did. He shaved it off totally one shaved point,
1: it Halfway him? when he's in the bath with Diana.
3: Is that Insurrection? Yeah. Oh, ins- I'm, oh, God, I'm mixing it up with Nemesis. This is the trouble with these one word titles. <clears throat> that was the next gen theme, though. Was Generations, insurrection. Oh, no, first
2: contact was two words. <laughs> uh, there you go. Never <laughs> mind. Yeah. But, you know, less words than the others. I mean, they were all yeah, big there's, sentences. Yeah, there's more in
3: Wrath of Khan. In
2: Search for Spark. Yeah.
3: Well, that was, well, that was a with, bit of
2: a giveaway was title, the wasn't it? With,
3: with original series movies, they were all three words. Yeah. The motion picture, Search for Spark, Wrath, Wrath of, of Khan.
1: Khan. The Boy Undiscovered Joe. Country.
3: The undiscovered country.
2: Uh, no, you counting the, the in the undiscovered country and the final? I'm counting frontier.
3: of in Wrath of Khan. It's still a word. Yeah. But you're not counting the in what, search. What's your for minimum Spock. word length then? Well, that's oh, four words. Is, is it the search for
1: sparks? Four words. I'll make you fall down there. The search
3: for Spock. Oh, mate, search down, for Spock. That's three. The search for Spock. And oh, then it's four. Yeah. Then it's as it's applicable as, as the next gen theory, isn't it? <laughs> Do you know what I've noticed? So what we've basically come to, to, to be, the conclusion here... There appear to be a lot of theories about the movies and things like that, yeah. like the odd number ones are good except for the ones that are bad yeah. and all that sort of thing. And you've come to the conclusion that they're all bollocks. Yeah. also come to the conclusion that you and I are full of shit. <laughs> what do you reckon?
2: <laughs> you're guessing this now. I'm making this up now. I think, <laughs> I, you know, you're, we're clearly not. Um... <laughs> Oh, dear. Okay, so, well, where, isn't there just enough room? Can't they all get along? Oh, you'd I like to think We should so. all get
3: along because you know what? We all love Star Trek. All one big Trekkie Trek- family. You know, yeah. families fight, psh, but we, at the end of the day, we, you yeah, all love each other, common, right? Common factors here. We all love space. We
2: all love warp speed. We all love transporters and tight uniforms. And wormholes and aliens and Klingons. If we Klingons all love data. and all of them. And data. And the Doctor, the holographic Doctor, he is in all of them as well. For the
3: love of God, we're all fans of something that teaches us all to get along. Yeah. Yeah. What else is the point of Star Trek? Put down if not our petty that? Voyager Enterprise differences. Because those people are wrong. No, because you've got kidding. the people
1: out there who just go, fucking Star Trek
2: to be perfectly honest I don't think we can ever put down the Voyager rivalry though because part of the joy of the show is how irrational
3: yeah, we are but it's though. a good rivalry you know. It, it, is, it is it is it's only a comedy rivalry yeah. we
1: love all of them equally, there's no I deep think. deep hatred yeah. there. no we don't we don't. Okay. we don't you love the idea of everything equally
2: I'll happily wa- like I said earlier I'll happily watch all of them but I love Next Gen and Deep Space Nine more
1: yeah same way.
3: they're all equal but some are more mm. equal than others I'll give you that. <laughs> I can't argue that. I think that's a valid point. Very valid point. Go ahead. Sorry. Huh? Oh, what? I thought you were going to say.
1: No, I was now. trying to do a, um, I
3: kind of need to take a piss.
1: Sorry it? to bring down the tone, but I was trying to do it. I, all right, yo.
2: You were trying to. I thought yeah. so
1: you there. Well, you did.
3: Yeah, you right. Him. Okay. You yeah. You, you, you caught me should, on should, it and now I'm bringing down go. the show. I might do. Thanks. It'll be a brief pause. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, we'll, we'll go, go to, the to the toilet. We'll keep talking yeah, about Star Trek, Mike. Yeah, uh, Oh well, it's just the two of us. What are we going to do? Uh, everything we do every week. I wonder, you see, I think there's no question that when the new movie comes out, that will drag more people into Star Trek because that's inevitable that, you know, perhaps millions of people will see that movie worldwide and some of them will be seeing Star Trek for the first time. Now then, I wonder what, Kind of thing it will influence them to do? How many of them will go and think, well, Enterprise is the latest, so I'll check that out first?
2: <sighs> well, I mean, well, this is more of a speculative thing. About this is the, a very speculative uh, thing about content the content and the look of, yeah.
3: of the new Star Trek film. I mean, because we know it's a Kirk Spock thing. Yeah. So will that encourage people to go and take on original, original series? series. First of all, will we see ourselves with an influx of original series fans? You see, what there's a thing which we didn't cover in our Star Trek 11 episode, and that
2: was the idea that they're going to do a Hmm. Now, this is a very interesting idea, and not one I'm entirely comfortable with. But the idea, basically, that they're going to do a sort of Miami Vice feature film kind of thing, disregarding the actual series but taking on the characters with new actors and a new kind of universe you know or the you you know the constant remakes of 70s and 80s television shows that we've seen over the past five years it's that sort of thing and they're going to be remaking star trek the original series in movie form like a remake of miami vice in movie form with different actors playing the original characters right now given that this is a franchise that only recently really died. It's kind of odd that that idea seems very bizarre. But if they took the rules and threw them out like that,
3: so categori- categorically, it could make, it could give them a lot of freedom. I think it needs to be done and I don't have a problem with it because Enterprise failed so fucking miserably that it was time to just start again. Yeah, the concept behind Star Trek is sound and mm. is a very cross-generational sort of thing. So probably, I think it always will be. Would they remake it episode for episode? Or, it, no, it's or would be they the just film. rewrite it like film. a film? Right, yeah. okay. Then that in itself is a, would be interesting to see, in my opinion. Is there not a possibility that a popular enough film could spawn another television series? It could, but then you're leading
2: on to a discontinuity, a major discontinuity of the likes of which we've never seen before. But like I said in previous shows about the fact that, you know, people who watch the original series accept original series time frame, and people who watch next-gen Free the Voyager accept the, the next-gen to Voyager timeframe and people who watch Enterprise accepted the, the Enterprise timeframe in that it was produced at that time with those visual effects and has its own set of rules which are sort of based on Star Trek law but are varied in different ways depending on the series. And this making it sounding very complicated. But the <laughs> reimagining of Star Trek, if you will, will be would be a quite quite a departure from what we've seen before. Because it's basically taking an original premise and deliberately changing it rather than adapting it to the times which is what has happened with every other incarnation of Star Trek since. And the three different levels of Star Trek I'm saying is the original series, mm. next gen onto Voyager and Enterprise. And each one of those has taken a different, like different steps to adapt to current technology and, and current ways of thinking about television and everything else. And, what's happening here is that they're doing the same thing again but instead of going forward or further backwards they're going back to something that we've already seen already and
1: re- and changing it again. Yeah. Who is who is they? The producers of the film. Yeah, but I mean who who now I mean cause JJ J. J. Abrams. Right, JJ yeah, Abrams. JJ Abrams. Yeah.
2: Man, maker, maker producer of, of Lost. the film
3: for the trailer we yeah. just watched.
1: Yeah. What was Don't the name of that f- film? Clover was it?
3: Cloverleaf. It? Cloverleaf. Cloverleaf.
1: Cloverleaf.
2: That so looks look wicked.
3: Look it up on IMDb. There's much more information than they're trying to release into the press. Right. Okay. It's it's, it's they're trying to make. It's supposed to be the joy mystic. of IMDb. Yeah. It's supposed to be this mystical. So, ooh, what could it be? You no, know, you just look him up on IMDb and it's there, and you can click on it and get all the information. I reckon it's the monster from Lost. It's gotten off the island. And... <laughs> no, that would be an some form of an explanation. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't have that get to interview him once we've interviewed him we'll wait for him in the car park and then we'll beat it out and then we'll him. beat out the answer to Lost <laughs> but only one well don't make it part of the interview no, don't no. give it away don't give it, it away to the rest after. of the world but you and Just, I yeah. now we out of him it's time to turn the tape off JJ yeah <laughs> I can imagine him struggling under your vice like grip what the fuck is going on in Lost yeah what's the fucking I've given number up on Lost. About? tell me what the number is now yeah we just beat him with a, a briefcase or a mobile phone anything handy anything handy so watch out mm. yeah so you've, got, you've only got one chance yeah. to ask the man
2: yeah and yeah you're, oh, no, 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 no. you're willingly sub question would be why does Jack always look like he's about to burst into
3: tears he is because he is hey Jack he's a big crybaby I don't know um do we have anything else to say I think we could sum up we could sum up this isn't the most expansive of topics um we all like what we like and we each have our reasons and they're all as valid as each other, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. in the interest of harmony and peace and getting along and all that sort of thing.
1: It, it just all comes down to personal taste and preference and what you're willing to
3: exactly. to go
2: for. I don't think any know? real true Star Trek fan universally hates any Star Trek. No, we love them all. We Some just all. choose to watch it we more just, than others. Like you say, well, different levels. Yeah, of course. Uh, Craig however does hate Deep Space Nine but he's not a true Star Trek fan so it doesn't matter well clearly not why does he hate Deep Space Nine because he's well basically it started as an irrational thing basically he said Deep Space Nine's shit because he's watched like three episodes of the first season and refused to watch any others right and then I do you know right the other day I put on like he said, it's Deep Space Nine. I have like, because I kept watching Deep Space Nine and he kept, must have, must have been catching bits of it because I live with Craig and he walks past the room and he sees like a bit of Deep Space Nine on, and he's like, oh, okay, and then carries on walking away. And then I, he said the other day, is there like any like mint battles in, in Deep Space Nine? I was like, is there any battles (laughs) of Deep Space Nine? So the first thing I did was play the one where they take back Deep Space Nine and then I played the one where at the end of Season 6 and then I played the one at the end of Season 7 and then I played the one where the Defiant blows up. Um... Uh, Not even starting with War 359. And, uh, and you know, when, when you show somebody something and they've, they've irrationally said that they hate it and then you show something good. And you know, that, that sort of
1: awkward silence as they shove it around. And it's just like, yeah, it's all right. It's them fighting against the tide, man. It's like, it's yeah. It's just, I'm enjoying this, but good God, it's it's high on my
2: horse. I mean, no, uh, uh, yeah it, it's quite interesting actually when you do that they kind of shuffle around a little mm. bit I've done it myself I've kind of said oh, I don't want to watch this film I don't like this film I'm not going to be entertained by this film at all and someone's put it on and I'll just be like <laughs> You know, and just fighting the laughter back or something. No, it's like I fear this with Juice Bigelow whenever (laughs) uh, I'm because after all the slagging off I've done of Juice Bigelow without ever having seen it, I think if I ever get to see it, I'll probably be like fighting back the laughter. Have you seen
1: the second one though?
2: Yeah, I haven't seen either. I I only it
1: on DVD. Oh, is that when you're talking about the woman who gets chucked into the Amsterdam River Lake? Rachel Stevens
3: gets thrown into the Amsterdam Canal. I think we've mentioned this before. Nothing comes out of there clean. Things come out of there and get burned. Yeah. <laughs> Things come out dead. Things go in there that have been burned. I mean, it's a lovely city, but I wouldn't go in the water. Mm. And you, indeed, you're not really supposed to. No. Uh, at all. That's why they have the boats. <laughs> Otherwise, it'd just be crazy. <laughs> Swimming to work. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> why would you do that? Don't do that. Uh, but yeah, it's horrific. It's it's offensive. Mm i'll Not, stay away them. yeah don't yeah, worry no, about that
1: it stands no fear mate good, good. anyway sorry for good. mentioning juice bigelow european jigolo.
3: anyway in the uh in the wrap up we have a new show there's a brand new show out it's out now out it was now. out yesterday i'm quite excited about this one because mm. it's a uh, it's a musical one yeah. we're entering the world of music podcasting all you music podcasters take note you're about to be owned that's
2: Richard, not arrogant Smith. I'll uh, make it. So, yeah. So, I albums you overconfidence in my, my friends. Yeah. Albums you should hear another dictatorial podcast.
3: Uh, From a noun you should verb range. Yes. Um, a noun verb. you should verb. Noun you name. should no, verb.
2: That's good. Noun
3: you should verb. Thank you, Jason. Um, yes.
2: Uh, or words you should divine and uh, Sows that you should make and uh, weekends you should watch. Or bollocks you should think um, all of his shows are available on Simply Syndicated and <laughs> that was an improvised comedy
1: it was it was brilliant well, you already got to play this backwards and then you kind of got you know Slobemial Messages type thing
3: yeah he said Paul is dead
1: yeah and he is
3: Red rum. So Spock, um, yeah, Spock, Spock is dead.
1: Spock is dead. Spock and
2: it's a Star Data. Trek show.
3: Spock in, and Data. Are oh dead. god! And hell with me. And, Which, and Tri- can I can I just sidetrack briefly back into a Star Trek topic? Yeah. Which members of the original crew lived the longest into the timeline? Because mean McCoy Spock wouldn't. Was it? Still, well,
2: Spock was still alive, alive at the end. And McCoy of was of still NASA. alive
3: in Encounters. Well, Scotty was still alive in Relics. Well, that's it. I mean, cause I think maybe trapped, Scotty might live the longest. With, it. I mean, he's he's dead I think now. Spock, but he, Spock would. I was about to say Spock think he's still Spock because Scotty jumped like seventy-five years, didn't he? Yeah, but Spock lives so longer. He got a big head. Was still Spock? How long did Vulcans live? I don't know. Well, hang about. it. two hundred
1: years? Spock appears in Next Gen, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. we mean. Yeah. yeah, and but how long after was Scotty? Or was he Scotty? Is he like being
2: after? Spock, after then. Spock yeah. we never so,
1: really learn of the demise of Spock or right. Scotty or but chances out. are I remember him looking quite good on his two pegs he looked alright yeah he just had a few extra grey hairs yeah it? so chances are like that. an old Vulcan how, how many his in, dad was still alive would it be like a year to the next episode or something with the final Scotty in theory yeah, yeah. and yeah. Scotty he looked. He didn't look good
3: no he had a gut
1: you know he would looked like that ticker was gonna bang no was life, doing. he
3: did die a few years later yeah, yeah.
1: you know so I think I choose to believe that for the win. Really, Scotty would have gone the we same way. We know it's not Kirk
2: because he died. Yeah, um, you know. Did you know, it, know you what reckon,
3: happened like, to Scotty's spaceship that was taking his ashes up into space?
2: Yeah, it came back down. It came crash back down. He didn't have the power. It didn't. I feel bad. I feel terrible. We're going to go to hell. Um, no, I was just thinking as well, on a really odd uh, Star Trek segue, like, I'm just imagining the Star Trek afterlife, when you've got all the characters who've died over the years, sat down <sighs> around, and you're just sort of thinking to yourself, right, and Spock's there, and he's dead, and he's, you know, well, i got the engines back on life, I saved the Enterprise, and Data's there, and he's like, well, you know, I blew up the scimitar, I saved the ship, and uh, and uh, Trip's there, and he's like, well, I got cornered. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Tasha Yar
3: killed by my a blob. And a couple of people. Tasha Yar, I got killed like Dawson. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You see what I did there? Yeah, I did, yeah. And and there's a load of people in red shirts all sat around together <laughs> having a meeting with one of them stood up yelling, This is not good enough. <laughs> we deserve the same we have names. Yeah. And we're all dead, just people from hundreds of years apart, all wearing red shirts of the era. Yeah. Jadzia just wondering, going. I just pointless. I really didn't see it coming. I didn't. I see really it did not. <laughs> really? I was just in the wrong place. It was, place at it was the wrong called time. the cat.
2: I'd met him a thousand times before. Highliner was possessed by a pirate. Didn't save anyone. Yeah. Shameful.
3: No. Shameful. Terrible. And then they just replaced me with me. <laughs> not fair. No, it's not. You know, and made her a fucking counselor. She should have been a step closer to king of the universe. If yeah. you have got all that knowledge of all the Daxes. Duh. <laughs> Ezra didn't like Ezra much no, didn't, didn't like get Ezra. into her. Uh, certainly not as much of the shit who else Back is in dead Star Trek who else died who else is dead yeah that was it in the main characters Galron Kirk uh, he died <laughs> fighting Worf but then everyone died fighting Then you just got get him um, yeah. and he killed when Worf c- and long live Worf for the no oh. he should so have done that he should have done that yeah that would have been brilliant get Martok out the way now thank you <laughs> martok who mahu no i'm the king martog uh, martog more about Chicote? who never turned up Chicote never died fuck Chicote. <laughs> fuck him maybe he should have died he did in many ways <laughs> in our hearts <laughs> so thank you for yeah. listening everyone we have a new show that none of us are on no, yeah, maybe that we have a, another podcast maybe, that doesn't feature Richard. Smith. That's a word of endorsement in some way, shape, <laughs> or form. We're not on it. We've not been near it. Well, I'm sort of in the. I've sat there and recorded it all.
2: Yeah, that review about the the, the definitive word being the uh, the best podcast of Simply syndicated That doesn't feature Richard Smith. Well, now there's two podcasts that don't feature Sweet. Richard Smith.
1: So you've got so you have a competition. Oh, get yourself on a. Albums as you should hear.
3: So I can, uh. I'm not qualified in <laughs> any way to go on that show. No, likewise. I'm, That's I'm, one show
2: I don't think I could ever yeah. go on. I'm
3: banned from that show. Me and my Toto albums. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. Um, but you can check that out. If you go to simply syndicated.com slash albums you should hear, it's not in iTunes yet, but it does exist. Mm-hmm. You can download it. If you go and find the the URL of the RSS feed, which is on the page in big letters and type that into the subscribe to podcast box in your iTunes thing, then you'll be able to listen to it, and it's free and wonderful. If you have a problem doing that, look in the help file of iTunes or on the podcasting page of the iTunes website as well. It's so easy. Mm. But people have been having problems because they can't click on the subscribe button because it's not You've got to make it easy for people well it will be when it's in the directory but as I said earlier it takes like I've had it take up to two weeks for a show to go in there right and then it'll then you can just click subscribe but then you're missing it now it's out and you're missing the party. it's not going anywhere the, the party, it might, it is Mike where away I'm taking it away are no, you not yeah yeah I am <laughs> As soon as it's in iTunes, I'm removing all the episodes off the feed that were up before it was in iTunes. Well, this is quite frankly self-indulgent and illogical. I'm just so. being mean. I'm not really going to do <laughs> um, that. they there forever. Yeah, probably. Well, until we start selling them. Yeah. Um. Check out movies you should see. The most awesome movie podcast in the world. Yeah. This week we're talking about Brokeback Mountain. Yes, we are. Some people have said it's the best episode ever. Have they? One person said that. One person said it was the best episode. It, it wasn't me though. So that no, clearly it wasn't you. No, it wasn't me. Um,
2: okay, best
1: I'll episode. have to give that a listen. Either, either way, it's a listen. good
2: episode. We touch on a lot of sociological issues as well. It's called cool. very cool. deep, very deep. We That's what he watch- said. We
3: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can watch his is back on the air yeah. again after three bloody weeks off. But I enjoyed that episode. It was fun to do. And yeah. you've got, there's a definitive word coming Yes, out there is. On Friday. Well, what's the one that's out? Drinking. Drinking. Pissed Britain. Pissed Britain. Yeah. Listen to that. It's quite pissed. It is. It is. I'm going to do a bollocks show tomorrow as well. So that's out as well. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, you can email us. Make it so at Love to hear from people. Yeah. Um, check out the forum on the website. Simply syndicated.com slash forum slash make it. No, slash make it so slash forum, you'll find it. And there are t shirts in the store. We've got to mention the t shirts. I'm sorry to keep going on. Right. But we've got to mention the t shirts. People who are ready for movies, you should see t shirts. They're in the store, you can buy them from ten ninety nine. They say prepare the night errors. And are available in all shapes and sizes and colours. And will you be getting make it so if these sell well, dear? Yes. Well. Quite possibly. I don't see why not. Why not? Why not? Why Why not not indeed? That one one would just be the logo. Yeah. But we've got to sell enough of the first salt first uh, before we can sell any more. Who knows? uh, Any different kind. True. Uh, So simply syndicated.com slash store. And that's everything. I don't have anything else to say. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye.